you know, I was really excited about it. I thought everyone else would be really excited about it, and so I was expecting a a huge opening day, opening week, uh, with the initial uh, offer, and then it didn't happen. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Travis Albritton, and you're listening to Ministry Startup, the podcast about what it's like to start a ministry from scratch. This is episode six, and we're just now passing halfway in season one. And I want to take a moment and make a special shout out to you, the person listening to this podcast right now. You can listen to any number of things while you're driving to work, ignoring your kids, or even falling asleep, but you decided to listen to me, and that means the world to me. So thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Now, on the last episode of Ministry Startup, I gave the most important speech of my life on the biggest stage I could imagine. Hello, everybody. My name is Travis Albritton, and I am a member of an endangered species. I am a Christian millennial. My talk was well received, and after the conference, I was feeling really good about my ministry. But will that confidence translate into actual success? Will I turn a profit and be able to support my family like I want to? Or will my attempt to build an online ministry sputter and die like dreams so often do? This is Ministry Startup. It was the day before I launched my online ministry. I had spent several months building to this moment, planting little seeds in the minds of the people I was hoping to reach. And now it was time to pull the trigger. I posted a video that day on my Facebook page describing how I felt and what was going through my mind in that moment. Hey guys, so we are on the eve of the big launch, the big reveal, where I put Unlock Your Gifts out into the world. The thing that I've been working on, the things that I've been devoting all of my extra time to building and creating, um, sharing it with you, sharing it with uh, everyone and, and opening myself up. It feels very vulnerable. It feels very, um, uh, I, f- I feel a lot of things. I feel excited. I feel confident. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens and being able to, re- to help people grow in their relationship with God and in their ability to engage in their church, but also very anxious, very insecure, very doubtful, questioning, is this a good risk? Is this something that's worth doing? A lot of emotions, a lot of feelings. Um, yeah, feeling a lot of things. I've been... Uh, working up to this moment that, you know, this whole process has been about, you know, me really emphasizing and leaning into who God created me to be and how to help other people with those talents and gifts and abilities. And so I feel very passionate, very uh, confident about, uh, you know, being able to help people and being able to share what God has taught me with people, but on the edge of a cliff. That's how I feel like, like I'm just going to step out into nothingness, into the void and see what happens. 
finally launching my ministry felt like the beginning of a new stage in my life. No longer would I wonder if I'm doing what God wants me to be doing. I was ready to jump face first into the chasm, trusting that God would catch me when I made the leap. And surely he would catch me. I was following my dream, creating something that would honor the gifts that God had given me. And more and more, this ministry was starting to feel like it was a part of me. Like Steve Jobs and Apple, Michael Jordan and basketball, and like the dude with the mustache and Monopoly. I was starting to think of myself not only as Travis the Christian, but as Travis the creator of Unlock Your Gifts. And while I loved that I had created something that truly reflected me as a person, it was also terrifying to consider what that might mean. If this website launch doesn't go well, if I'm not able to make it work, or even worse, if people hate it, what does that mean about me? Does that mean that I'm a failure? So yeah, I kind of wanted it to go well. I woke up the day of the launch, June 16th, excited to finally do this thing. The suspense was literally killing me. I had poured my heart and soul into this. It was time to see a return on that investment. It didn't quite go the way I wanted it to. Murphy's Law states that whatever can happen will happen. So naturally, the day turned into a bit of a nightmare. A server update erased half of the website. Myself and the other side administrator were having trouble getting logged in to make last-minute changes. I couldn't get a hold of the web developer who designed the website to deal with the first two problems. And once we worked through all of that, we spent three hours figuring out how to get the website to accept credit cards. Now, if I hadn't committed to launching on that particular day, I probably would have thrown in the towel at that point. But people were expecting the website to open, and so open it did. With less than 45 minutes until the official launch, the website was ready. Hey guys, Uh, it's been a long day, but Unlock Your Gifts is now open you can now get access to the Unlock Your Gifts coaching program. Uh, it, was, it has been a day of technical difficulties. Getting the website up, wasn't sure I'd launch it on time, but God came through. So go ahead and check out the website, unlockyourgifts.org. Look forward to seeing you there. I had leapt. I had jumped. Now it was time to stick the landing. When you launch a website, what you do that first week is crucial. Imagine what it would be like to open a new restaurant. You've done all the work to put up the tables, order the food, finalize the menu, and train your staff. But that's all for nothing unless you can stay open and provide the meals that your customers want. Launching the website was the grand opening. Now it was time to wait some tables. Every day I would check my inbox waiting to see those special emails saying that someone had purchased my course. 
Every morning, like clockwork, I would send out another email to my subscribers to highlight a different angle of the course and remind them that the special introductory price would soon be ending. But it wasn't working. What started as a week full of promise was turning into a full-blown disaster. Unlock Your Gifts was open for business, but nobody was buying. On the last Friday of the promotional week, I made a desperate heave. I sat in the parking lot outside Longhorn Steakhouse, pressed record on my phone, and made one last pitch. Hey guys, wanna make this quick Facebook Live video to let you know to take advantage of one day left, 60% off Unlock Your Gifts at unlockyourgifts.org. So I wanna take a brief second to explain why I made Unlock Your Gifts and why I'm convinced that it will help every single one of you more actively engage in your church in the way that God created you to. So I created Unlock Your Gifts because I believe that the church is the number one most powerful force for change in the world, bar none. Nothing even comes close. But as a perfect church made of imperfect people, individually we all have different ways that we can continue to grow, continue to mature, to discover who God created us to be, what role we're meant to play, what cog we're supposed to be, what position we're supposed to play. And then as we all collectively identify what role we are meant to play and we start working as a team, then we are able to exponentially increase our own impact, the fruit that we bear in our lives and in the lives of those around us, the fulfillment that we experience by living out the lives that God intended for us to have and uh, really just come alive in a way that is is sorely missing in the church. That being a disciple is the most exciting adventure of all time. But when we're so focused trying to be like someone else or to try and be a different kind of Christian than we're capable of being and then falling flat over and over again, just feeling really discouraged that we can't measure up, that we can't uh, be like the person preaching on stage that we can't be like the elder that we can't be like the worship minister and so we're just going to sit on the sideline we're just going to do nothing no that I was tired of that being the case and so Unlock Your Gifts is completely devoted to helping you identify who God made you to be and then give you the tools and the skills that you need to be successful in actively engaging your church in a really meaningful and fulfilling way. So go to the website, unlockyourgifts.org. It's got all the details. Uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Time tomorrow, Friday, June 23rd, the price goes up. So take advantage of this opening offer. Uh, it'll never be this low again, and I look forward to seeing you inside. Love you guys. When I recorded this video, I had no idea what to expect. It was less a strategy and more a desperate shot in the dark. But it just so happened that a friend of mine, Brian, saw this Facebook Live video. And he was really interested. And after exchanging a few text messages back and forth, he became the first person to buy my course. I can't tell you what that meant, seeing that precious email that said, so-and-so has purchased your course. I felt validated. I had my first paying client. Maybe this thing might work out after all.
Brian ended up being the only person to purchase the course during that first week. Months of preparation, a full week of promoting, and it all led to just a single sale. After that first week, with only one sale, I was disappointed, but not devastated. See, when you first have an idea, there's a potent energy and excitement that you draw from it. The possibilities are endless. It's only limited by the boundaries of your imagination. But that feeling doesn't last forever. Mike Tyson once said, everyone has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. The punch was inevitable. I needed to decide how I would respond. The temptation to throw a pity party while I dwelled on how I wished things had gone was very strong. But all that would do was prolong my agony and keep me from moving forward. So I set up my video camera, hit record, and started to process what I was feeling in real time. Two weeks ago, Unlock Your Gifts opened to the public for the first time. Uh, I was very excited about it. I'd spent 10 months prepping, gearing up for this moment. And so, you know, I was really excited about it. I thought everyone else would be really excited about it. And so I was expecting a, a huge opening day, opening week uh, with the initial uh, offer. And then it didn't happen. <laughs> so uh, in a couple hours, Unlock Your Gifts will have been open for two weeks for people to sign up to get access to start identifying their ideal role in their church. And to this point, this is how many people have signed up for Unlock Your Gifts. So to say that I'm disappointed would be somewhat of an understatement. And, but whenever something like this happens, whether it's me and what I'm going through or an expectation that's not met, I always have to ask myself, why am I doing this? You know, uh, is it for me? Is it for what I want? Is it, you know, money related? Is it pride related? What's, what's really going on? Because, um, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to just (laughs) feel discouraged. Like, man, I'm failing. I'm a failure. So therefore, you know, pack it in. And so, you know, having to reset my expectations, make sure that, uh, that I'm doing it for the right reason, that it's not self-focused, that it's not about me. It's not about what I can get out of it. It's how can I serve others? And that was the whole point of it to begin with was how do I use my talents, gifts, and abilities to build up the church, to help people in the church, in my church, in your church, in all the churches, right? But along the way, Satan is feeding these thoughts of, yeah, but if it does really well, then like you, people will know who you are. You'll be, you'll be famous. You'll, (laughs) you'll be noteworthy. Um, you'll be important. You'll be valued. You'll, people will come up and, and say, Hey, you, you've had this huge impact on my life. Thank you so much. And that'll feel really good. And so I had to do a, a mental burnt offering where it's like, hey, God, here is the best sheep that I own. I'm just going to give it to you. 
and not give it to you in a way that it will like directly benefit me, you know, in the long run. I'm literally going to kill this animal and I'm going to burn it up. And it's yours to do with whatever you want. Just, you know, this is me giving back to you out of gratitude. And so I had to do a mental burnt offering with unlock your gifts. You know, that I'm essentially saying, unlock your gifts. I'm just going to burn it. I'm just going to say, this is not for me. This is not mine. I do not own this anymore. I've transferred ownership to God. And so that's been really helpful for me because this is not just a short term thing. This is something that I want to grow. I want it to help lots of people. And it can get really discouraging in the moment to focus on how it isn't meeting my expectations. But when I remind myself that it's not about me, it's not about my expectations. It's about how does God want to use me to help others? And when I can start there, when I can stay in that place, then everything else works out great. After taking the time to work through what I was feeling, I landed in a pretty good spot. I was going to trust God with my ministry. And since he is the one I'm really doing this for, it makes sense to trust him with the outcome. But while I had finished wrestling with my heart, I still did not know what to do next. Until this point, I always had a plan, a to-do list that told me what I should focus on next. I had done everything I knew how to do, yet it wasn't enough to produce the results I had anticipated or desired. With nothing to go on and no clear direction, I did the only thing that I could do. I talked to Brian. Scratch that. I prayed a lot. And then I talked to Brian. I needed to know why he decided to invest in my course. What stuck out to him? What resonated with him? What changes was he hoping to make in his life? I didn't know if this would help me or not, but talking to Brian turned out to be one of the best decisions I had made so far. So do you have, uh, I guess, in mind what your end goal is like what are you what are you shooting for what are you hoping that this will help you to to do or to build or to create um do you have something in mind what i hope this does is shows me what um what god has for me to do what is what is my goal besides working having a family uh besides those things that are so great and are actually a goal in itself right uh on top of all that what for myself only I can do and also others who have the same interests can I do uh, to, f- to further the kingdom of God and um, to help those people um, see, uh, see, see God in a different way that, that they couldn't before. So that's my, my end goal is to, to find that so that when, I feel like I'm not doing enough, not having to listen to that and feel like I'm not good enough or not doing enough, Mm -hmm. uh, even though I probably am. And it's just hard to see the good things about myself when I'm hearing all the negative things about, you know, through, through a sermon or just through, uh, something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I see. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. That's my goal. 
Here's a guy who totally grasped the whole point of Unlock Your Gifts. That in itself was inspiring. But then he said something that encouraged me even more. So Yeah, there's so many circumstances where I'm like, where, I, where I'll hear people talking, uh, you know, about how they don't really feel like they fit in. They don't feel like they understand what their role is. And it's like, just go to Travis, like go to Travis. Travis literally has the answers through his, his thing. Yeah. So, so that's also awesome is once you get out there, um, as you are, I mean, you're not doing anything wrong, like as far as promoting it. So you're doing good. Just keep on doing that. And, uh, um, and as you do that, you'll have people helping you out because they have knowledge about it. And they're like, Hey, I know a guy, Travis, who's doing this. Look at, look at, look up this website. Mm-hmm. And then that's also another great thing because whenever I hear someone say that, I'm going to be like, Oh, here, look at this. Check this out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and as, as I go through this program, I hope I can do something like that and figure out, okay, I'm meant to do this. Is it time for me to do this full time? Is it time? Is this just a hobby I should do? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my goal. Definitely for for this, uh, this study for sure. So even though the first week did not go the way I wanted it to, I wasn't going to be throwing in the towel anytime soon. There was simply too much at stake, both for myself and for all the other Brian's out there that needed this ministry to succeed. I didn't know what the next step would be, but right there and then I committed to finding out. If you'd like to see Unlock Your Gifts in its current form, or if you're looking for a guide to help you discover God's calling for your life, head on over to unlockyourgifts.org. I'll see you there. On the next episode of Ministry Startup, I'm presented with a potential opportunity to follow my dream but not in the form I was expecting. So they're going to be opening up some part-time roles at church. Um, but it's it, it, they don't pay very much. So it would be a stretch. We could do it. I mean, we wouldn't starve, but and we're at Disney World. I believe that the church's best days are yet to come. And I believe that it's ordinary Christians doing extraordinary things that will get us there. If this podcast has left a positive impact on you, please do me a huge favor. Leave a review in Apple Podcasts or in iTunes. It'll take you less than 30 seconds to do, but it'll make me happy for more than 30 seconds. You can find out more about Ministry Startup by going to the website ministrystartup.com. The theme song for this podcast was written and performed by Flow Up. You can find out more about his music by going to his Facebook page, Flow Up 623. Other music from this episode was written and performed by Michael Parallax. You can find his music on SoundCloud. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon on the next episode of Ministry Startup.